0: Ta-da! Eat the pocket one. It's a little baby. He's a, a baby. baby. A baby of cobs. A baby deck of cobs. A baby deck of cobs. Welcome to Embracing the Wild. I'm <laughs> Abby Pagoon. <Pigouf. laughs> <laughs> and I'm Audra Watley. <laughs> and you're like, why does she always push the fucking button when I'm not even ready yet? I did that to Alicia the other day. <laughs> she was like, I've never podcasted before. And I'm like, well, you are now. I know. But you know what's fun is that she needs that. Sometimes she needs to get out of her little like like doing, 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 doing. organized, organized, organized.
1: And I yes. love the fact educate,
0: that educate, educate. Yeah. I think oh I make things worse when we travel. Because I get so squirrely and weird and <laughs> climb up places and she's like, What the fuck is she doing? And like I freaked her out when we went through security. Cause I was like just myself, which was genius because what how many people actually smiled and actually was like and came back to their humanness instead of being a security guard of check 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 feel 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 grab 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 investigate seriousness this is not okay
1: i was gonna say but if you're too silly though i get concerned that they're gonna like yeah but i'm really good at talking myself out of that shit it's
0: fine it's fine yeah not on drugs i'm totally just absolutely insane yeah. like <laughs> you feel like no relief.
1: Really. like this is just me on vacation without children
0: <laughs> without children i don't have a husband and children to navigate over if my husband actually saw me climbing the walls he'd probably freak out and be like honey security like you're vulnerable someone's coming after you and i'm like no i'm fine look i'm spinning in circles and i'm having fun like
1: <laughs> we're like step down step down step down <laughs> Put your hands up, not down.
0: <laughs> put your hands up, not down. Okay. Yep.
1: Prisoner mode. It's like, yes, put put your hands in the prisoner mode. I don't like doing them that way.
0: Why? <laughs> just, Which way would you like to do them? Oh, just cut shuffle. the deck? Just shuffle them until something falls out. Okay. Good lord, she's so picky. Here. Okay, now I can't even shuffle. You shuffle. Okay. <gasps> We're heading into a new year,
1: guys. Thank goodness. I know. I know. I don't know if this is for everybody, but, and and there's been some really prosperous here. Um, Some really prosperous, you you know, things happening for people out there. But at the same time, it's kind of like, um, I had that one the other day. Jinx. My brain is going 42 directions at once and I can't even finish the sentence.
0: That's okay. (laughs) I don't even know what you're talking Um, about. (laughs) 23.
1: It was a hard year for a lot of people. Um, It was also a really amazing year for some Um, so I think that it's just, um, reminding us that when you get in the flow, things actually happen, but there's been so much change that a lot of people are struggling to adapt, adapt Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, and even sort out like, you know, what is, what does it look like to be adapted when we don't even know what the heck (laughs) is going on in the world?
0: Well, and my thing was, is that, you know, Audrey and I were just talking before we like before I randomly before like, we record, hit play, like, before
1: I hit record,
0: record. and go, hey, 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 I know, like and just start doing things. But it was, well, I was talking about how you know, Christmas Eve, Christmas Day obviously I'm always putting in a ton of energy output energy in preparation especially when you don't have time to wrap and then you have to do all the wrapping in one day and then there's like six seven hours of cooking and preparation on one day then six seven hours of totally different cooking and preparation it's just like one thing after the next and even though it's nice to like not have the pressures of work or the pressures of interference because I literally put my phone down and ignore like ignore my phone like I in previous holiday years, the last I want to say not this year and not last year, but I only responded to people that really text me like happy thanksgiving or merry christmas or happy new year. I didn't actually go out of my way and message people like I usually do. Yeah. Um and it was because at when it came down to sit on my phone, I don't want my phone on me. I don't want technology. I'm not going on Facebook. I'm not trolling. I'm literally submersed in the moment, spending time with my kids, doing the things, but also trying to make sure I'm doing the timing. And I'm busy. And so when I finish the day, it's like even though it wasn't the pressure of work and pressure of uh, of your daily encounters, I still, I crash. The next day I crash. And some of it's like, hey, I'm going to sleep in and not care. My youngest is now like can totally get up and feed himself and do the thing. So sometimes now mommy can sleep in and not be disrupted unless it's from a dog. Um, But like even, but yesterday was different. It was not the, hey, you're just going to lay low, hang out with the kids, veg out, play games, do nothing. It was, I did not leave my bedroom for most of the day. And I did not eat anything in probably two, three o'clock. And then I ate only because a little bit, my stomach was hungry. I didn't go downstairs. I didn't want to go into the kitchen. You know, like, of course I called out to my kids to make sure they're still alive. Yeah. You know, but in like my, and grandma. i bumping around. Right. And grandma's <laughs> taking them out to play. And like, you know, my daughter's coming in and out just to ask me a random question. But, and they gave me the freedom to just veg out and do nothing. But it was a different energy. And it didn't, it wasn't me. It d- didn't feel like mine. Like I felt kind of down in the dumps and a little depressed and a little I don't know it was like like what are you doing and it was strange because it's like I I have my goals I have my journals of stuff I'm constantly doing cards and checking in they go in a certain flow this was not a flow of what was mine and I and you were very much focusing on hey, yeah, there's a lot of people that are losing their shit right now and having breakdowns that is not even close to how they would live or how they are. And it's because they're absorbing so much of, you know, collective energy of grief and sadness and transition, Mm -hmm. right? Because it's more of like a letting go of what was or what used to be and then transitioning you into the new you. And it's like, I really... Liked Lee Harris's 2024 visionary (laughs) update, excuse me, visionary update for this like coming year because I, I, one, I was eager. I haven't heard it yet. Okay, I was was totally well. So, there's the December update and then there's the 2024 2024. That's gonna be so hard. Um, but is the visionary update and he did like the full long extensive. I don't know, I think I'm on number eight or nine or something like that, but then. I was going to it because I was like, please, I need some hope. Like, I need some hope and transition because I'm, just the work we've been doing and the space we've been holding for others, I'm like, dude, I'm fucking tired. And like, I just need some shifting. And his update was really focused on, we're going to see more division. We're going to see more divide. But in that division creates more connectivity and people unifying together and connecting and actually going back to what our purpose is and it was very much focusing on you know light workers it's the rise of the light workers and how um the rise of the light worker isn't just about um some of the people that have already been doing projects and creating things for change that stuff's going to go even further yeah. um and into more depth which then kind of got me excited because i've been working on shit you've been working on shit and i was like hell freaking yes could this be like a great amplified Launching. year for our launchings. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing he also talked about was how in the rise of the light workers, we're also seeing like people that are natural light workers that may not have really been aware of it but and didn't really know what their purpose was, but more finding their purpose and also deciding how they want to experience their physical life. Mm-hmm. So but it was a very much of a what we've talked about for the last three months, really, um, the last three months, everything we've talked about on this podcast, everything that we've kind of done, he was even saying that pe- we're doing it, Not we've done it over the last three months. Yeah. people are starting to enter into it now. yeah. And so there it's like they haven't been as attuned. And so there's been a lot of people still losing their crap or still having major issues with things because they're not living in their frequency and they mm-hmm. don't know what frequency that is because they've never been introduced
1: to it. Right. Yeah, I haven't listened to his to to the 2024 one yet. I did listen to December. But I... I did like know, his December. I, yeah, his December was really good. I like all of his um, updates. I really think like, you know, at least for me, it, it's like... I feel torn and like I'm between worlds. And when I say that, it's kind of like I still have to live and function in a practice. I still have to show up for my patients. And at the same time, it's like I want to be in the space of where I'm moving to with, you know, more virtual reaching more people being able to interact and actually just be present in the moment with people. Yes. Because you know, it's, it's, I feel like I've done so much doing that I am exhausted in some ways, but I can't even do the things to support myself because I'm so busy taking care of everybody else. Correct. And and so it's, it's really interesting of being in that middle ground, and I think that a lot of people are struggling with that. Yeah.
0: I know that I am in this state of mental, like, I want to write. I want to create. I want to connect. I want to be in my energetic space. I want to you know, deal with the simplicities of home, but at the same time really focus on like where the next phase of my life is. Like I'm so excited for that next phase, but then I'm get split because I still have to show up and I still have to do the norm and then it's like, oh man, I wish I didn't have appointments today because I really like to catch up on my other podcasts or, you know, do, some of, my, do like, some of my writing and creating for my new programs and all this other stuff where I really like to be able to read about X subjects so I can actually utilize that in future things I want to develop. And then next thing you know, my whole fucking schedule clears out. And I'm like, no, I mean, not... Now the bank doesn't want that. Like, yeah. like, like, the the bank would like to pay bills. I can't just it, clear it up. still out. like
1: to pay bills. Yes. Yeah.
0: And so I'm stuck in this limbo of where I can see where the next step is. But at the same time, it's like, I do feel split. Like, one side on the boat and one side on the dock. And it's like, okay, you know, we want to jump in fully to what we're doing and committed and have that, you know, belief and faith but it's like there has to be a transition to be able to do so and I can't make some of those decisions until some of that is I don't know decided for me I don't know universally universe you, you know, just plop shit in front of me and like make it easy
1: <laughs> well and and two, I feel like you know I have been striving and struggling and pushing and pushing and pushing a lot over the last couple of years to be able to expand and grow and do the things that I want to do. And at the same time it's like it occurs to me that sometimes just allowing yourself to rest and having faith in divine timing. Like just allowing allowing it to show up and take place and the flow to happen when it happens and not trying to be so Aggressive and making things happen. Yeah, I hate you because, a little bit that
0: you said that because all of my cards say downtime. Downtime. Or quiet time. Or what was the other one? Oh, yesterday's card was like, um, it was like change of story or like, you know, it's basically saying like, hey, by the way, you gotta, like, you know your old stories because your new story, like you're making yourself anew. Stay focused on the, the anew mm-hmm. and downtime. Cool. And that's, I mean, like, that's where all my stuff, so...
1: <clears throat> I don't like yeah, you for saying that. don't like that. me for, for saying that. You know, literally, I was talking to a patient less than, you know, an hour and a half ago at this point. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, kind of what came through for her was along the lines of, you know, it's like when you really get into that space of feeling stuck or not knowing what to do or not wanting to do the processing, not wanting to do all the work because, you know, you have to dive into the mm-hmm. ick to be able to move forward. I'm like, call on the woman that you'll be afterwards. Mm. Like call on that future you who's already been through it, because it it will
0: provide the clarity
1: and the answers and just the fact that what you know when you survive it two it wasn't so bad and three things get better yeah and that's right? what I
0: always like I always tell clients that they need to like look back and like you know looking back on where we've come you know jumping back and looking at where we were five years ago to where we're going in five years and like really sitting down and lean feeling into hey look at where we were five years ago and then look at where you are today it's a completely different person like you know like in so many ways it there's so much growth there's so much expansion there's so much strength there's so much all of it and it's you know I even tell some of my people To really focus on that especially when they're going through hard times right like when they think they're in like this muck and it's the worst that it's ever been and it's terrible whatever and it's like actually let's go hit rewind to when things were really bad and felt the exact same way before and then where were like where were you like look at the transition look how much you've gone through look what you strive through things are going to be fine and then jump ahead five years ahead and where you're going and where your mindset is. Because you can really actually feel the difference. And like of who... And and I've had... I mean, I've had glimpses. Um, Some of them were in different timelines. So some of those timelines... Some of those glimpses were just a hint to say, Hey, get your shit together. Because like if you're going to keep going down this path, this is what you're... These are the, some of the struggles you're going to have. It's not going to pop up in two years. It'll pop up 20 years down the road. You can get your shit together. And so it was like, oh, okay. Like, that helped give me a glimpse. So, like, that timeline, I feel now, I don't feel connected to that timeline. I feel like it's past. Mm-hmm. I had a similar timeline when after my da- daughter was born, shortly after, and we were kind of waiting to decide when to have, you know, another child or when to try again and whatnot. And I totally had a vision and a glimpse of, you know, a woman that I was like doing a different career, totally different attire, calling up the stairs, a girl with long hair, brushing her hair, coming down, all things. And at some point, like I just I assumed Makayo was going to be that girl. Like the house was similar to the house we used to be in, but it was still different. Mm-hmm. Um but at the same time it was like the energy was different. And so and it was interesting because you know that's long past. Now that could have been future grandchild, and I didn't realize it because I didn't even like. I didn't really parallel as well. It could have been a totally different timeline. It could have been a different parallel universe. I have no idea, mm-hmm. but it was very interesting because it was it was that glimpse. And I was like, oh, okay, never mind. And that like didn't happen. But I have noticed that my. My soul connection with myself has been allowing me to see different glimpses and different, um, giving me different visions. Some of it for input and hey, by the way. And then some of it's been, you know, but I've also had my premonition self talk to my current self and actually say, hey, I need you to pay attention to this conversation. There's good and fro here. mm yeah, And then like, and like literally as something's happening, it's almost like they stepped back, spoke to me energetically while continuing the physical conversation and said, I need you to tap in here and pay attention and then go back. And I was just like, God, my older self so bossy. Like, jeez! <laughs> like yeah. I, but I felt like such a, I did feel not like a little kid, but I felt like, I'd say how I felt when I was 20 mm. to how I am now.
1: Like it was that
0: large of a difference. Wow. And so it was fair. And it was really, and honestly, in that vision, it was a hint to be like, hey, I need you to take better care of your body or you're going to end up sick. Yeah. And it was like, oh, note to self. I will definitely work on that. And so when there are times when I'm struggling on my own self care, I remind myself of, hey, and since then, I feel like that vision had that has passed. But I definitely, when I'm not taking care of myself, I go back to, hey, we need to, we need
1: to go back to square one. Yeah. And I, you know, that's something that's been occurring to me this recently is that, okay, you know, I have this little head cold or whatever, and it just is lingering and just hanging in there. And it's like, I don't feel sick. I just like sound cruddy. But at the same time, it's kind of like, okay, this is my reminder that my, my, you know recovery time and my um adaptability is just not where I want it to be and so you know that is one of my my uh, intentions for this next year is just to build my own resilience yeah and and I know that's something that that I've actually heard a lot in the last couple of years is all about resilience but at the same time it's just kind of like I didn't realize how much mine's been impacted by just the doing and the doing and the doing and the doing and the doing that you know I have to step back into my being and allow myself to do those things or actually schedule in the the downtime to meditate and to really listen into what's important to me right now, right versus you know i I have to you know see the client to see the next client to see the next one and the next, the next the next the next, and always being focused on whoever's right in front of me. Because when I have so much on my schedule right in front of me, I don't have space mm-hmm. for me to step back into myself and be like, okay, what do I need in this moment? Because there's literally been days where it's like I would get until 530 in the evening. I've seen 14 patients and I realize not only have I had, you know, 32 ounces of water and probably two cups of coffee. I haven't been to the bathroom since nine o'clock that morning. You know, like, just because I stayed busy and I stayed busy. And even if I was like, oh, I should go pee, I don't do it and I just keep going. Right. And then there's times where it's like I even walk out the door to drive home and I get home and I'm like, oh, my God, I had to pee so bad. It's ridiculous. And it's because I literally. I would have pissed myself. Have not gone to the bathroom. And I know that's ridiculous. But at the same time, it's like that's like when I get so in the moment and focused on who's in front of me and what I'm doing. Everything it's else like shuts off. I don't pay attention to me at all. Yeah. It's like literally I could be, you know, dragging a limb down the, <laughs> I'm start- and not even like aware of my own, my own body. I'm starting to do more of like a
0: connection of, you know, I, I actually confessed to, and it's not like it's a, a secret, but it was more to, for the people that know me, that I work with or call on me, they always are like, oh, you're the fit one. You're always active. You're always sitting or not. And I was like, dude, you know what? I've really only worked out like a handful of times in the last couple of months because my body said no. Yeah. And so, and I, and I literally just pointed out, actually, normally I would be doing more active, but honestly, I don't think I've worked out in like six to eight months, like worked out, worked out. Like I've been active, fine. But, like, and then gone for a walk here or there. I might have gone for a run here or there. I might have done some exercises here or there. But, like, handful, like, handful tops of, like, what I would consider activity. Mm -hmm. And it was because every time it came time, my body needed rest or it needed meditation or it needed stretching. Or, you know, like, it just didn't, it was like, no. It, my body was like, no, we're tired. Mm mm-mm, mm-mm. Yeah. You've been doing so much energy work lately. You've been holding so much space. You need a nap. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna take a nap. Like, a nap. woohoo! And then it
1: just like, mom's lazy. And, and then you're like, I feel guilty about that, but it felt really good. I made myself not be guilty yesterday.
0: I made my mm-hmm. I, every time I started to feel bad or feel guilty, I was like, no, stop it, stop it. You're supposed to take the day. Yeah. Okay, so we get the curse card. Yep. Curse. Okay. Do we want to have you read it since you're better at reading?
1: The Curse. The The Curse. curse. Dun, dun, dun. And look at Her face is so scary. Mm. With a a shadow handprint over the mouth. Ah! That's not the one I pulled before. I don't know where this came from. But okay. The essence of the curse refers to limiting stories of our ancestors and the karma from former lifetimes that preordains the events of our lives. Hmm. We were kind of talking about that. Um, it is the source of negative patterns, and it can show up as a disease, a destructive force, or a blockage on our creative energy. The curse holds us hostage to a false story that we confuse for reality. Recognizing the original wound that is playing out in our life can heal it. I like that because it just says recognizing the wound can heal it. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to re-experience it. You don't have anything. You just have to acknowledge it. Right? Okay. So the invitation here is that it is time to recognize the source of your limitations. Did your grandparents live with a mindset of scarcity? Did you inherit genes for heart disease? Were you a slave or a master in a past life? This karmic legacy can um, this karmic legacy is ready and waiting to be seen, untangled and to be released. I like that untangled. Um, honor Untangled the, is huge. I know. And that's something, I, well, I'll say it somewhere in a second. Honor the players and their stories. Forgive everyone and everything. Craft a new life course for yourself. The medicine here is be aware of your actions. Act with impeccable intention so as not to create a debt or karma that sooner or later someone has to pay. What you do to others, you also do to yourself and to the people you love most. Now you have the opportunity to Clean it up. And that comes from duh, 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 the mystical shaman puppet. Pocket? Puppet. It's a puppet. It's a puppet <laughs> oracle guide. I like it. Okay. Um, we're pulling cards. It's fun. It is fun. I like yeah. that one. And that was super spot on. I like the entangled. Yeah. And so, karmic legacy is ready and waiting to be seen, untangled, and released like that. yeah I Like the I, releasing part. Well, you know, for me it's like I I like the release I I like it once it's released. Um but but for me it's like just really acknowledging that there's entanglements. Right? I think we were talking about this with like you know, family dynamics and money and and all kinds of things that are stories that are passed down, but at the same time it's like, you know, there's the generation that was, like, super controlled and super controlling. And, you know, at the same time, it's like they're still trying to control and they create all of these entanglements that, mm-hmm. um you know. And they don't even, sometimes it's like family members don't even realize that they're functioning off of the entanglements at all. They're not, because yeah. they're not
0: even in They're the, not aware
1: of the entanglement.
0: Yeah, well, in yeah. some of them, it's like they're not even, they're not even One aware, that's just how they've accepted and done. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think the most impactful thing that I went through a couple weeks ago with May is during our energy session, there was that one moment where I mentioned that all the time, every time I'm around my aunt, every single time, and I don't even know why, but it is that I cry in front of my aunt every single freaking time, every single freaking time. And... I never even understood why. Like I know that there are certain people where when you're around them, you can just pour yourself out and do all that. So I thought it was connected to that. And I was like, well, if I don't even really like agree with how sometimes she goes about doing things and when there is that disconnection for me, and I've clearly found where some of our ancestral patterns are not how I want to necessarily do things. The core values that I was raised with, my grandparents raised me with, absolutely. But when it comes to how you approach those core values, that's the distinction. And so I'm like, okay, we are going to change how we approach these things or have these conversations or, you know, like even my mom isn't even identifying those things. But really when I was in that session and I was describing what was going on, she just got this, blank face of like, I don't even know how to describe it. It was just all of a sudden she looked at me. She's like, Oh sweetie, that's not what that is. And I was just like, well then what is it? Like, and she said, Oh, you're crying for her. And I like, as soon in that exact moment, I was like, what the freak are you talking? Like it just, all of a sudden I was like, my instant was what the hell are you talking about? Then my second instance, like, Oh shit. Because so much of keeping up, like, I don't want to say keeping up with the Joneses because it's not like that. It's more keeping up appearance or time and place or, oh, we're not going to fiddle with that. We're just going to keep doing this here and there. Mm-hmm. It's oh, so much of the doing, so much of the living by a standard, so much of a having an expectation, you know, how we do things. Oh, no, that's not how we do things. Why, why not? Why can't we? Mm -hmm. You know, why can't we have these open communications? Because I'm pretty sure that if we brought it to the next generation, that shit would change. Because they, I've known and seen that my, my, what are, the grandchildren, my cousins, right? You know, they very much have the same, like, core moral belief systems and, like, how you go about doing things. But they also kind of honor how someone else is processing, You know, so there's a little bit of a distinction. And even though it's like, okay, we've got the older generation, the way they're doing things, you've got some transition that's trying to make things improved or better. But then we've got entanglements where there isn't even a discussion. It's not even an open discussion. And it's like, you don't even realize that you're playing with all these entanglements. And then it's, that shit's just going to keep going down. Yeah. It's going to keep going downhill and who is it hurting? It's hurting the next generation. But then everybody laughs about it because they don't have to worry about it when they're
1: dead. Yeah. Well, they won't be around to worry about it then Right. But then that ruins the legacy. Right. The whole point is to think outside yourself. Right. I don't get it. Well, and it's too, you know, it goes back to being, mm, it's the selfish thing right mm-hmm. you know it's it's like to turn within and to take care of yourself and to do all of that a lot of us think of taking our space and our energy and our time back is selfish when that's not the selfish thing the selfish thing is when you're so focused on it all being about you on bigger situations that actually impact the Other next people. generation and the next generation and the next generation and, you know, it's like I have, I work with a lot of moms, and they're like, well, I can't take time to myself because my kids need this, 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 and this. And I'm like, yes, but the best thing that you can do for your children is show them how to take care of themselves. Because right? if you don't, if then you... you're
0: teaching them how to sacrifice and repeat the pattern. Right. Yeah. And and it's like, that's not okay. And it doesn't work anymore. No, it doesn't. You know, it's interesting because even my daughter, she's so good at, like, I I guess... I don't know. In some ways, it might have been coming from me and setting the example. In other ways, it's just because she's wicked freaking smart, and I don't know how the hell that happened. But, like, I mean, like, I get it. Like, I mean, like, she's just smart. Like, she gets it from both me and her dad, but, like, in generations above her. But at the same time, like, there's so much insight where she sees things differently. And so she'll watch her dad be going through something, and she'll be like, yeah, that's not really necessary. Like, you know, and then she'll like and she will literally I be able to identify certain situations or I'll be doing something she's like, you know what you really should do is XYZ and I'm like, Yeah, I think you're right. Like and it and she provides confirmation sometimes because she's looking at it from an outside viewpoint. But there's many ways where she's very strongly identifying, like Hey, that's completely unnecessary. That actually is not healthy. Hey, um, that doesn't need to be a thing. I'm just gonna go over here, you know. And so she's very good at doing those types of things. But then I also find myself where there's moments where she like may not do some of the things that actually do require some standards, and you know, like, hey, how does your room need to be? need to clean that up like that needs to not be an all-day thing all-day problem that needs to be fixed like right away and so it's <laughs> it's just interesting because she has a tendency of of being able to see that outside viewpoint and be able to figure the answers out so much faster and even kai does the same thing as well what did we get mm, monkey god the monkey mm-hmm. god <laughs> mm-hmm. and Hunnam. then
1: Is his name Hanuman. Hanuman. Yeah. How do you say it? Hanuman? Hanuman. Hanuman. I just run it together because I'm like, it's a monkey. Hanuman. <laughs> it's a monkey.
0: <laughs> he does. He's got yeah. a beard and everything. I mm-hmm. know. Ooh. ooh. Yeah. Let's see. Hanuman. 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 And it Hanuman. came out Hanuman. right
1: side up, not upside down, right?
0: Nope. It. Came, yeah, right side up.
1: They're alphabetical.
0: 52. Are they alphabetical? Mm-hmm. Oh, that would have been easier
1: to find out yes we're pulling cards for those of you that don't know yeah (laughs)
0: um okay hanuman devoted warrior let god's love hold you in strength hanuman is a hindu warrior god and divine companion and protector of the god rama rama r-a-m-a sure um the son of the wind god vayu he is loved by many, not only because of his monkey form, but also because his sheer dedication to Rama is inspirational to all spiritual devotees. Hanuman is one of the main characters in the Hindu epic of Ramahana. I'm going to say yes, because I make up my own words. So, um, The story goes that after a great war, there was a procession, and Rama and his wife, Sita honored those who had fought for them. When it came to Hanuman, Sitta took her favorite pearls of off and placed them around his neck like a cheeky monkey. I like that cheeky monkey. Hanuman began to bite them upon, oh, bite them open like nuts and looked inside each one of them. Startled, Rama wondered why he would do such a thing. Hanuman Said, I am looking for you, my lord. I love you and Sitta so much you are all I could ever want. If I were to rip open my heart and show it to you, there you would be. Thereupon he began to rip his chest open. Why do they always do that? It is something so so extreme. (laughs) Um, Yeah, ripped his chest open, and there, sitting there, was his heart where his heart would be was an image of Rama and Sitta. This is why Hanuman is the Lord of Devotion. Your message, when you devote yourself to a vision with unwavering faith, you welcome in the support of the universe. Today, the devoted heart of Hanuman is guiding you to reflect on your strength and talents. You are someone who gives with all your heart, but may find it hard to receive in return. In fact, you give without looking for anything in return but the universe wants you to make more time, energy and space to be supported too. Because when you open up to the possibilities of being supported and nourished, you allow yourself to be replenished and thus you have more to give. You are being honored today for your commitment to what is important to you. The universe sees you as a vital uh yeah, vital to heal and expansion but in order to keep going with your mission let your heart be served in return the true warrior's shield is the love of god
1: lovely well which does pretty much what we were talking about anyway like, so really make, people
0: should just listen to us all the time i yeah, yeah. cuz we have all the answers for the about, world i
1: don't know about that but somewhere in our babbling there's something for everyone
0: i like babbling
1: I like babbling,
0: and I like making up words, kind of like Brooks. They babble, babbling Brooks. <laughs> Is that bird? No, it's 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 like a creek. It goes... <laughs> Is that what that means? A babbling brook? Mm-hmm. It always had to do with a creek. Yeah, I always thought it had to do with birds. Hmm, maybe I didn't know what a babble or a brook was. I just assumed brook
1: was a bird and it babbled. I don't know. Could be. Good God! I, I, always to, heard, I always heard it like, like a creek, like babbling creek. But I don't know.
0: You're probably right. Oh! I just always assumed it was bird-related. Brook
1: bird, but there could be a brook bird. I know there's a rook bird. <laughs> I'm just gonna go
0: ask my mom, the bird lady. <laughs> the bird lady. <laughs> she totally. Yeah, <laughs> she's totally the bird lady. And on that note,
1: we've read cards and we've. You know, solved all the problems of the world and now the little tag on my T says, create the sequence of goodness. Consequences will always be good.
0: Ooh. Consequences will always be good because it gives provides enlightenment.
1: You just have to create the sequence of goodness.
0: Yes. Ta-da! (laughs) Ta-da! So go out and embrace the experience. Create your sequence of goodness.